0: Love TALK RADIO Hey there, this is the Funky Monkey MMA RADIO. I want to tell you guys
1: before we get into today's show, I'm very happy to announce that we have actually been nominated for an award. I need all of our listeners to go ahead and head over to FightBookMMA.com. Scroll over to the awards section and go ahead and go down to the fan favorite podcast area and vote for Funky Monkey MMA RADIO. If you do, you can go ahead and uh, head on over to our Twitter at Funky Monkey MMA, and retweet our tweet. Send us a message. Let us know you voted for us. Uh, Send us your vote number or whatever, and you're then you are entered for a giveaway for an autographed Burt Watson T-shirt. We'll say thank you guys for nominating us and listening. We really appreciate all your support. Go ahead and head on
2: over there. Get entered in the contest.
3: You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Die
0: MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitzer Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, and FightBookMMA.com. If you want the freshest news and notes on MMA, then check out FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to FunkyMonkeyMMA at gmail.com.
3: You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans,
0: are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out altercationclothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash altercation Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio.
3: You're listening to Funky Monkey
0: MMA. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitzer Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, and FightBookMMA.com. If you want the freshest news and notes on MMA, then check out FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to Funky Monkey MMA at gmail.com.
3: You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome to another
1: edition of the Funky Monkey MMA Radio. I'm Rob Mead, and tonight we have a very special edition. We are <laughs> going to be joined by the one and only, Ben Sargent. How are you doing tonight, Ben? I'm rocking and rolling, trying to find a Chick fil A near me. Trying to find a Chick fil A. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of hungry for Chick-fil-A. They never go wrong because they always have... There's two main ingredients that people why People love Chick-fil-A, and they put them together. That's chicken and mayonnaise. White people love that stuff, and I'm white. <laughs> but what's good with you, man? Have you been all right? Oh, yeah, man. I've been good. So, yeah. uh... Tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, man. You got a fight coming up or anything like that? Uh, well, I, uh, I've i been talking to a promoter uh, in Kentucky, and uh, he's giving me the runaround. He's giving me the runaround for about just the third time. Um, so I expressed how much of an idiot he is, and I will never work with him because he's very unprofessional. And his name's Jimbo Collins, Warrior F C in Kentucky. Uh but yeah, uh besides that I've I've worked very well with all promoters in every in every everywhere I've ever gone, uh from Tennessee to, to Michigan to California to uh you know, every state I've ever fought in Indiana. Uh so I, I this is the only issue I've ever had. But uh, yeah, that's I'm a six and zero pro, and just looking to stay busy. Uh, I live in California right now, so I'm training. Living in California, so I'm just living it up, man.
3: What's up, man? My name is Dave Madden. Happy to chat with you, dude. Where are you at in California?
1: I'm uh, right now. I'm in uh, Burbank,
3: California. Uh,
1: it's it's pretty much like L.A. Hollywood area. Um, right. I've been living. I've been living and training uh, in Rancho Cucamonga with uh, Team Millennia, and uh, just been cross training with other gyms, and just you know, just just really learning and putting everything together.
3: Because I was wondering, you know, what I I thought you were from Kentucky, the the accent, yeah. and then um, you know, you mentioning it, um, so you know, in California, I was I was like gonna say, you know, it seems like you should have more. Um, options of of regional you, local, you know shows. Yeah,
1: you'd think so. you would you would think so. There are actually just bigger shows out here. Uh, it's not necessarily more shows. I mean, if you if you go to like obviously we're all we all know the MMA world, so I don't have to explain things to you. But like if you go to an RFA fight out here that is equivalent to a normal show back in Kentucky or back in Ohio. You know? Uh if you go you know, if you go to a smaller venue here it's like a like it's a, it's you know, if you go to a smaller venue it's like a, a a crappy venue out, you know, on the east coast. I mean it's it's a whole lot everybody thinks it's the uh it's you know, I've actually made a mistake and I actually thought, you know, they were having more organizations what was told to me, but Honestly, it's not. It's very scarce, and any any fighter that has been out here long enough, they'll tell you that you know it's tough. You get fights when you when you can, and it's not like you just wait. You try to stay busy and you wait to uh, get picked up with somebody with like a World Series of Fighting or a RFA or Titan FC or you know uh, stay away from Bellator. <laughs> <laughs> And hopefully, hopefully, go to USC. So, you know what? What can you do?
3: You know, before before you came on, we were we were chatting about uh, our annoyance with Bellator is just you know being on the West Coast. We can't watch when it happens live. Um, that's a whole different probably you know complaint than than you have with it. Or uh, I wonder if you wanted to expand on on not fighting for Bellator.
1: What What's my stance on fight? Not fighting for Bellator?
3: I've yeah, had... just expand on on that idea.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, um, they they lock you into contracts and they, uh, first off, they don't stay busy enough with uh, enough shows and when you sign X amount of fighters to, you know, to a contract, obviously you can't use every one of them every time you have a show. Uh, right. So, you, you just have sitting, you just have fighters that are just sitting. You know, you put them, you you, you put them away, and when when are you going to use them? You know, and I've had I've had uh, teammates, friends um, that I know personally that it that's they were they were going super fast in their career. They were you know they were picking up, getting fights, getting fights, getting fights. Oh my god, I signed a I signed a Bellator contract. This is awesome! And then they sit on a shelf for you know a year, a year and a half you know, eight months. So, right. uh, Sit, you just, you know, and then when you, when, their matchmaking, it's, if you watch very closely, it's not really, the matchmaking isn't like, as prestigious as UFC, where it's like, this guy's it, you know, there's more even matchups. No, it's kind of like weird. Like, you have a guy that's like, nine and one, fighting a guy that's like, 23 and 14 you know yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a, so like in the ufc it'd be like 11 and 0 versus a 12 and 0 and they're both you know very they're both pretty much the same age close you know reached everything's like really close and it's like oh man i want to watch this
2: site you know yeah but yeah, yeah definitely uh you said that uh you're six and zero in your career. You're undefeated, and you're still uh, pretty early in, in your career. How did you kind of first get started in the sport in the first place?
1: How did I get started? It's uh, a good question, man. I got started. I got started about twelve, thirteen, around that age. Uh, just talking about it and getting into you know just just pretty much getting into it. I, I've, I've done boxing and I was talking about a UFC fight again- in uh, Vitor Belfort. And uh my soccer coach actually Alan Evans said you know, actually teach that if you wanna come by and you know, train. I was like, Heck yeah So he trained out of his garage forever and then it just one thing led to another snowball effect. I moved to a bigger city when I was sixteen, started training it there in a in a in a basement, in a gymnasium basement. Um, then, you know, I just, just got older, got older and finally fought around the age of 22 and just been active ever since, you know, it just, yeah, no, definitely. it you kind know? of, it kind of ch- chose me, you know, it's not, I didn't do it cause I was, you know, I thought it was cool. I didn't do it because I just, you know, it, it just chose me at a very young age and I knew specifically I wanted to fight. I wanted to do mixed martial arts. Absolutely. Now that you are, you know, like you said, you're six and zero. You're undefeated as a pro. You're re- are, Do you feel like you're ready to make that big step? Yeah, I just have to. Uh, I just have to be uh, surround myself with the right people, um, the comf- uh, comfort, the confidence, and uh, I haven't really expressed to anybody. Uh, that's why I'm in a weird mood right now. I'm actually in deep thought. That's why I'm kind of like. Uh, answering these questions too honestly <laughs> but I'm in deep thought and I'm actually uh I'm actually moving uh moving back to Kentucky and uh I, I have to you know I have a Rob Nickerson uh in Lexington in Nicholasville Kentucky and I have Rock Cruz out of uh, Louisville Kentucky and they're my coaches they've you know, they don't care about the glitz and glamour. They don't care. You know, they don't like, oh, we get to travel. It's, oh, let's go have fun. No, they're always, they're super hard on themselves and they're super hard on me. And it's never a vacation. It's never a party. It's, you know, it, it's always business with them. It's always business. And I, I think that's that's where I need to be. And that's where, I, I mean, I came out here. I'm 2-0 out here. Which is which is fine, but the thing is is um if it's not broke, if it's not broke don't fix it. And I think that's what I uh I've done very well with uh Rob Nickerson and uh uh Rob Cruz, so I think that's what my my winning equation is.
3: Well they obviously give you something more out there than you know, you feel like you're getting here because I mean you still won but yeah. um you must feel like that push is lacking. It is and uh no the
1: honest reason why I you know uh I don't know if Rob Nickerson took it hard when I uh when I moved out here but I told him I I I, I made sure he knew that I was moving out here for opportunity And good weather, (laughs) you know. I I couldn't handle that I can't I can't handle the cold. I'm a wuss, but I have a have a good vacation spot down in South Carolina, so I'll I'll be going back and forth to that place too. But um, yeah, the the opportunity and the weather, and you know, the opportunity is you know my fan base is out in Kentucky. You know, my fan base is out out east, and it's hard to get opportunity when you don't have a fan base here because all they really care about here is ticket sales, you know? So that's something, you know, you have to, you have to look at all angles and I I don't think I looked at all angles. Yeah. I'm,
3: I'm actually, uh, I'm in the Northern California area and it blew me away at how little and, and sparse the amount of mixed martial arts that's available. Um, I just thought it was a Northern California thing, uh, that we just didn't have that much. And I, I, thought you know my, my naive self that there was tons in southern california um yeah. you know and so hearing you it's like oh no that's not and um, there's there's i don't know. yeah
1: it's,
3: it's uh
1: i think it has to do with the commission as well uh you know you have to get whether a cat scan or an mri you have to do this you have to do that how many how many uh mixed martial artists how many fighters do you know that have insurance, you know, health insurance. Right. You know, right. like, and, and then you have to get all these MRIs. I mean, that goes up to the, like uh, I think it's like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars to get, you know, pretty much get licensed in the state of California. Like, what the, you know, you can't can't afford that, man. Right. Come on, you know. But yeah, the yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty scarce out here, and it's actually surprising, you know. If you could have a dream fight with anybody, who would that person be, and why? A dream fight? Oh, that's a good question. I actually, uh, an easy fight for me. Uh, I'm I'm actually working. I'm working on getting to 155 uh, from 170. I fought all all over. I fought at 95. I fought at 85. You know, uh, in my career, but mostly I fought at 170. Hopefully, going down to 155 in the next two or three fights. But I think I think Sage Northcutt would be a really easy fight for me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, just the style. I mean, if you watch, if you really, if you really pay attention to his style and pay attention to what he does and his competition that they put him up against win winman, they always put him up against a win-win situation and i don't know he just kind of he seems goofy um, <laughs> well, well he
3: can't use internet so he can't look you with, up with his yeah. <laughs> but, um,
1: <laughs> oh my god his, his post fight interviews wear me out
3: uh, yeah <laughs> I, would, I would like to i
1: would like to thank uh Mr. Fatina for putting me on. I'd like to fight it's, hey guys, if y'all want to like watch my fight and stuff, you can go on Fight Pass. It's it's really good. It's cool. Um, yeah. Uh Mr Dana White. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh thank you very much UFC for having me fight. <laughs>
2: oh, man, that's rough. Yeah, that, I say like why why was, I uh,
3: I was happy I wasn't alone in, you know, the Embedded when, you know, he's he's decorating his house and, you know, well, sorry, his parents' house in, you know, Christmas. And um, I, I was listening to some other show or something, and one of the one of the hosts was, they were, they were, like, a little uncomfortable about it, you know. And I thought, all right, man, at least I'm not alone. I don't want to watch some dude decorating his house, you know. I don't even want to decorate <laughs> my own.
1: Yeah, he's he's a weird – he's a weird – He's a weird, he's a weird kid. That's that's for certain. But uh, <laughs> other than that, a, a dream fight. I don't know. That would just that fight would uh, have a lot of hype. It'd be too, way too easy for me to make fun of him and get him all riled up. Um, <laughs> and plus, he has you know he has so many. Uh, I don't know how, but fan base. I guess you know, um, intriguing and catching the mass population's eye is is a whole lot different than what I have in mind. And I guess that's why he is where he is. And I'm not – but I'm not taking anything away from him. That's great, you know. Um, Yeah,
3: at least the next matchup he has is uh, a little more – I mean, you know, Cody Fister was tough, but – you know, yeah. he he didn't look the same. Like they look like completely different weight classes, even when they when they fought. And um, I guess Andrew still Holcomb, you know, being they're undefeated. Yeah, they're that?
1: soft. Even. the guys he fights are just soft and don't look like they looks like they've laid on the couch for <laughs> the whole training camp. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, they look malnutrition. You know, they look horrible.
3: Yeah. The next guy he's got, at least he, you know, got he has an undefeated record and you know, doesn't look as soft. So we'll I guess that'll be more of a test. We'll see.
1: Who is it? Who is it? Uh,
3: Andrew.
2: Holbrook. Andrew Holbrook. Yeah, he just yeah. um Holbrook he Ramsey Najem not too long ago in his UFC yeah. debut. Yeah. But I've heard that. I do think it's interesting that they're keeping him so active though. They're keeping Sage pretty active. Even though he's so young, and it's just kind of an interesting th- thing to see. They, like they keep throwing fights at him, even though he's still so young and he's still so green. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I understand. Uh, like if they were really wanting to build him,
2: because they're going to build him so fast that
1: they're not going to have nothing. They're who else are they going to throw at him? You know, and they're going to have to throw a monster. And when he get, when he gets beat, there there it goes. You know. Yeah. Once, yeah. Once yeah. Gets, I mean, look at Paige Van Zandt. I mean, it's poor girl. She, uh... right? She, you know, she's she's done. She got her. She got her little ass Leading yeah, into that's, a fight. Uh, are, are there any uh, mental exercises that you're doing? To prepare for it or anything like that? You know, visualization or anything along those lines. i Say that again. I'm sorry. Like leading into the fight, are you doing any visualization or anything? you know leading up to the fight oh yeah i mean i've uh uh the day of the fight i always uh always know i have i have such good visualization that uh there my my uh head kick knockout um i called that one that was my first pro fight but uh every every one of my fights i've, I've predicted how it was going to go uh, the day of the fight because my visualization was so good. You know, even even up against the black belt, um, Michael Seals that I fought, you know, my coach picked me up and we were driving to the venue and I said, uh, Rob, I really feel like I'm going to choke him out. And he looked at me like, uh, <laughs> are you sure he's just going to stand up? <laughs> you know, he's a black belt, but he's like, well, he's like, he looked at me, he said, man, he said, no matter what belt he is, everybody chokes the same. <laughs> I, said, I said, yeah, <laughs> and sure enough, the second round, I really naked choked him, you know, and um, a lot of visualization. My mom's actually a, um, a psychologist, and uh, she does a lot of that hypnosis. She does meditation, uh, so I do incorporate that a lot. Um, I do breathing exercises all the time, so uh, yeah, it's it's something I'm, I take very serious.
2: Yeah, you're like Connor. You predict these things.
1: Well, that I mean, he he's a whole lot more flamboyant. It's it's pretty amazing what he does <laughs> because he says it out loud. Me, I would never say. You know, that's that's my game plan. You know, the reason why I predict, the reason why I feel the way I do, and predict it the way i do is because we've trained so hard for that particular you know way of finishing the fight and i just it, it just runs through my subconscious it rubs you know i i you know obviously my consciousness so you know i i hate i hate saying that because now i do sound, sound like conor mcgregor and that's stupid Good. So,
3: so you have a pretty solid understanding of who your competition is, exactly. Uh, to be, I mean, like you said, you, you're preparing for a specific way. I, so, you know, you do, you, do you have a strong understanding of who your competition is?
1: Yeah, I always, uh, I always study my uh, competition very well, and I, you know, when I'm watching fights, just like I, you know, I pointed out Sage Northcutt, I have a really good eye for, you know, just watching fighters and. You know, I, I I I do the right thing. I train for the right way. I could I could I could beat a lot of lot of fighters, and uh, just just need to keep on winning. And, you know, I'll get that opportunity, and we'll I'll show everybody what I just said. It's really how it comes down. You know,
2: it definitely is a smart tactic to you know study your opponents, watch tape, things like that. Because some fighters they prefer to go in blind, not really have a game plan, but with you, since you're actually taking the time to analyze your opponents, it really does show that you do have a strong mental uh, aspect in the game as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't understand uh, the not watching film. I have uh, I've had teammates in the past. I think that hinders uh, your success when you don't study your opponents when you don't because you. You better be certain that they're, they're watching yours, too. They're watching your fights, and you're not watching theirs, so they're going to cut off all your strengths. And, you know, what, are you going to freestyle it? You never freestyle it. You know, its you always study. You always practice, practice, practice. its I do stand-up comedy as well, and that's with, with stand-up comedy, you have to practice your set. You have to say it out loud, and you have to write it down, and you have to practice it. You're studying that. So when you get on stage, you have it down. There's no hiccup. You're not saying, um. You're, you know, you're not looking around and get stage fright and just walk off and start peeing your pants. You know, you you actually have something put on paper.
3: So that's pretty awesome. So you do stand-up comedy?
1: Yes, I am fucking hilarious.
3: uh that was fucking hilarious right there Uh, but so that's pretty cool i mean we're gonna have the first like joe rogan actually getting in there i mean how many of us are are like man we just want joe to compete you know and
1: yeah i met joe uh a couple weeks ago at uh, uh the comedy store it's pretty cool to meet him he's uh he's a pretty cool cat
3: yeah, you see, I, I loved uh, listening to Robin Black talk about like their conversations, and uh, it just sounds like the world is being sorted out in the living room of wherever they're see- you know sitting. And um, yeah, who's out that's, there? I'm that's not... a fly on the wall kind of kind of a situation for sure.
1: Yeah, It's it was pretty funny talking to him because uh, I talked to him one on one while you know everybody was you know getting drunk and stuff because I don't. I, I don't drink when I'm out in the comedy places. I'm actually, you know, trying to, you know, be a professional at it. And, you know, mostly talking and, you know. But we were t- we were talking and yeah, that dude's out there. He's full cool of shit, but he's out there. It's funny as fuck. Like, you ask him a question about something and you have no idea what's going to come out of left field.
3: <laughs> oh, God, it's good. Good stuff. Can you share something you remember him him saying or um anything stand out what, that that you can remember?
1: What, uh, about talking to Joe Rogan? Yeah. Yeah, actually um the first thing we talked about, I asked him, I said, because uh, my my buddy Neil he said uh he does comedy too and he's like, Yeah, my buddy, he's he's six and pro and he looked at me, you know, Joe Rogan you know, Joe looked at me and he's like, Oh that's cool, man. And I was like, yeah. And we started talking about bumps and bruises and stuff. And I asked, and I said, man, I said, what What? What do you suggest for recovery? And he said, well, there's a lot of stuff out there in the market right now that are crazy and mind-blowing. You know, he goes into it. And uh, he starts talking about how they take a needle and – uh go into the woman's placenta and pull uh, and pull it out pull i guess pull the juice out or something i was just kind of fucking laughing at this point and uh you know kind of just listening and laughing and i was just like i was like yeah and i, I guess what they do is they they take it you know take the juice out of the placenta and uh, inject it to wherever wherever you hurt your knee your elbow you know wherever your neck, your spine, and it's supposed to recover. It's supposed to be amazing recovery. Uh, He was, he was talking about other stuff too. What, you know, obviously more, uh, what are they, whatever they do in, over in Germany, um, that every, everybody's doing now. He's saying that they're uh, really popular. Um, What is it called? It's something to do with I forgot. I don't know. Shoot. It's, it's too it's too advanced for me. I just ice myself and go to a recovery lab.
3: Are none of us surprised he did not suggest on it? <laughs>
1: oh of course he yeah, he he suggested on it. Of course. Okay, thank
3: God, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean he's he's uh, the only guy who gets to wear whatever shirt he wants to away in, so I mean I hope so we're inventing that product
1: yeah i'm waiting for him to wear a shirt that says fuck reebok (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would like to uh like to thank all my training partners out here in uh california i'd like to thank everybody uh uh my friends everybody out here in california uh no sponsors i don't just wear t-shirts because you ask me to um so i I don't have any sponsorships, uh, working on the legit ones. Uh, I'd like to thank my mom. Uh, She's awesome. I'd like to thank my family, my uh, sisters, my brother, coaches, Rob Nickerson, um, Rob Cruz, everybody in Kentucky. I'd like to thank you guys, too, for being awesome and uh, for having me on tonight.
3: All right. Uh, hey, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to thank um, Rob and, and Kane for, for inviting me on. And, um, you know, I appreciate Funky Monkey MMA very much for, for inviting me. And um, I just wanted to shout out uh, MMA Latest News who, uh also share that I, I post some stories on my own individual blog at DaveMaddenMMA.wordpress.com. Um, I'm active on Twitter. Please follow me, DMaddenMMA. Um
2: And anyways, well, thanks again, you guys, very much. And you can check out my stuff at FunkyMonkeyMMA.com for interviews with guys as well as prediction pieces and, and analysis pieces. I do predictions and thought pieces on a lot of pretty much uh, most of the UFC cards. So you can check those out as well. You can also follow me on Twitter. At Kane E. Miller.
0: MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out altercationclothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash altercationclothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio.
3: You're listening to Funky Monkey
0: MMA. Are you looking for a new MMA website to check out? Then get over to MMAWreckage.com for the latest news, analysis, videos, in-depth blogs, fighter interviews, and more. From the local shows to the UFC, MMARecords.com has you covered. You can find MMA Wreckage on social media as well, on Twitter at Wreckage, or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash page. So stay up to date with all things MMA at MMAWreckage.com. MMA Futures and Funky Monkey Radio, Partner together to bring you the latest fighter interviews and MMA news. Check out MMAFutures.com.
3: You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.
1: As a reminder, I just want to remind you guys, please go vote for us in the uh, first annual Fightbook MMA Awards. We have been nominated for Fan Favorite Podcast. And if you do, go ahead and head on over to our Facebook page or our Twitter, uh, facebook.com backslash the Funky Monkey MMA or on our Twitter, at Funky Monkey MMA. Head on over there. Let us know you voted for us, and then you will be entered for uh, an autographed Burt Watson babysitter to the T-shirt uh, shirt. So go ahead and check that out if you want to get entered in that. We appreciate everyone voting for us. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Have a great day.